Hey everyone, it's your host Melissa at Strange, Deranged, Beyond Insane. So today I want to cover a location that we were invited to, Christina and I, um, with Dawn's group, the Ghost Whisperers. And this was in Brixton, Indiana, and this was an old Masonic Lodge that is now a um, appliance business. So we, at least me, I went in blindfolded. Um, Christina is our little researcher, right? So she like really looked into this. And she found a lot of cool stuff. And, you know, I've always heard all these rumors and these different stories about, you know, Freemasonry and what they did and the rituals and all these, I guess, scary stories, right? So before I, you know, wanted to play all the evidence from this place, I kind of wanted to go over with everybody just some few basic things about Freemasons, okay? So again, this was the Masonic Lodge in Brookston, Indiana, and it was established in 1848. All right, so the biggest question, what do they do at a Masonic temple? It's very basic, at least to front it, it is, right? <laughs> wink, wink. So it's just used for usage. Through Masonic temples, and their most basic definition is the fact that they just serve as a home to one or more Masonic lodges and bodies. They can also serve many other purposes as well. Smaller Masonic temples will often consist of nothing more than a meeting room with a kitchen and dining area with a bar attached. All right, so through these little, like, um, internet, I guess you will, internet, um, phrases, I kind of try to come up with something fun and so there's like a lot of ritual words and there's a lot of rules that go into Freemasonry. So I want to start with this. Um, it, it says from the United States, it's an A to Z poem about Freemasons. All right. So it says, we should know every letter in our crafts alphabet. And some of them are better than others are. And yet each one as an initial some phase of brotherhood may show as beneficial. And all of them are good if we would praise be earning. We'll let our brothers see we have sufficient learning to go from A to Z. Then let us all work harder. Show how we really feel. Yes, let us start with ardor and let us end with zeal. Okay. So I don't know if that, if that's like, did they chant that? Did they just say it in like prayer form? I'm sure um, it's all different across the board, right? Because I know something that I read that it's not all the same in all the different Freemason groups. Okay, and here are some weird facts, I guess, rules, if you will. So Freemasons cannot talk about religion or politics at the meetings. You cannot bring your outside status inside the lodge. Um, now this is what freaks me out because this is what Christina was looking up after we had got back from this place. And if you guys listen to the evidence and I know some of it's hard to like hear because it, you know, there's a lot of chaoticness going on and also some parts we were sleeping. So there is some snoring, but you can hear knocking and you can hear moving and you can even hear like something or someone dragging things. But what really stood out to me was the knocking and the knocking of three times. Now, Tom Dowling, someone who has been on this podcast many, many times, another ghost guru, if you will, um, the main emperor at Eloise, you know, he's always there. He's always on here talking. 
But anyways, um, Tom taught me that three knocks is never a good thing um, because in the Catholic religion, that's like mocking the Holy Trinity. So Christina did look into that. Now, as far as Freemasonry, um, these are some secret handshakes, knocks, and passwords. And these are lodge-specific. Okay, so getting getting in to group, like into the secret society, involves death and resurrection. But that's just the first step. Once you advance enough, you will get to learn God's secret name. The basic rules of conduct go back to the Justinian Code, and they are actually based in the Justinian Code. Um, that's a codification of Roman law that was ordered by Emperor Justinian in the 6th century. So this is this goes back a long time. So various offenses include slander, sharing Masonic secrets, and excess of any kind of excess of any kind by far was the biggest no-no and the biggest no-no of course is sharing the secrets of freemasonry so any of these offenses carried very harsh harsh penalties and right now i want to play for you guys um some fact base that i found the type of penalties all right let's get this set up Of the field and the fowls of the air. 
than the endowment penalty. We and each of us do covenant and promise that we will not reveal the secrets of this. Should we do so, we agree to have our breasts cut open and our hearts and vitals torn from our bodies and given to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. And then the position and movement. The explanation of the fellow craft sign is the action of cupping one hand over the left breast and it drawing quickly across the body signifies the heart being ripped out if the candidate should violate his fellow craft obligation. Yeah, and again, super violent. Again, I did this. And again, it's in the exact same sequence. So you, the first one is you slit your throat, and then the second one is you do the hand motions of cutting out your own heart. I did it, and it was in this exact sequence. Number three, having your bowels burned to ashes. The Masonic penalty, to have my body cut in two, my bowels removed, and burned to ashes, which are then to be scattered to the four winds of heaven. The endowment penalty. We and each of us do covenant a promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this. Should we do so, we agree that our bodies be cut asunder in the midst of and all our bowels gush out. The Masonic position of movement, uh, here's the explanation. The sign is made by drawing the thumb quickly across the waist to the right hip, then dropping the hand to the side. This action shows the stomach being ripped open. These penalties were mostly removed in 1990 after a 1988 temple survey about the experience of members was conducted. Okay, so you guys can hear for yourselves that's pretty fucking serious if you break the rules. Now my question is, if you could play like an actor or an actress and either A, go back in time into one of these lodges or present time now... Would you act upon it, like act like you were going to be a member just to see if this shit is legit? I'm going to have to say no, I will not take my chances. However, in the evidence that you guys hear when we are sleeping, you can hear me moaning a lot. And I do want to point out that my phone was not right with me. My phone was on the ground. It was on the floor and it was about three feet away from our air mattress. I don't know who the fuck was breathing in there in my phone. I don't know why I was moaning like that. It sounded like I was in pain, but I can remember at certain times waking up feeling fucking ice cold, like drenched in ice cold like liquid because I did wake up kind of like wet like around my shoulders my armpits my stomach um I also had a hard time breathing I was I woke myself up coughing and I I did feel like a choking feel I did tell Christina the next morning um that I really couldn't smoke um any kind of cigarettes or anything because my throat had hurt so bad it felt like um like I had like just something was over it or whatever like it was very very sensitive and I remember one time waking up and feeling like something did choke me um yeah so I did not sleep good there at all but I just kind of wanted to tie this into the evidence give you guys like a basic idea of what Freemasonry was the Masonic Lodge at least in Indiana um, we will definitely be going back there for more investigations because that place was just filled with action. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in for the next episode.